Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist. Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. Mike is uh, also on the line with us. Hey, Mike, what's going on? What's going on, Terry? Nothing much. Just uh, enjoying a day. Enjoying a day. All right. Same here. Same here. And welcome to the chat room, Joe from Germany. Hey, Joe. Nice to see you. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on uh, Isaac Bird's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Uh, trumpeter Isaac Bird Jr. is back to talk to us about his new uh, CD called Life. Um, and that features Niels on the first single released on that CD called Meek. Uh, welcome back, Isaac. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate um, the support. And I'm definitely um, enjoying to be back on the show again. Uh, I think I was on the show was about four years ago. I was yeah. my first album came out. It's been a while. Been a little incubator. <laughs> <laughs> you got married since then. Yes. You've been yes, yeah, have, you've been yes. busy. Congratulations. <laughs> been a little busy. Thank yeah. you so much. Um I'm excited. Uh um and the way that happened is absolutely amazing. Um I was probably wouldn't have expected to be married um at this particular point, but uh the Lord works it out the way he does and um I'm you know, excited my whole life is just in a whole different world and so um, especially with this record, and that's you know that's what the title of the record is called, Life, and that's really what this um, whole record's about. And uh, I'm glad to share it with everyone because that's what I'm telling the story of my life over the last four to five years. Um, just the transition of many different things that have occurred, and so um, it, I think people will really get a picture of who I am and things that I've experienced, and people that also have those same experiences in life as well. Um, They'll be able to relate to it. So what is your wife's name? My wife's name is Shamika. Okay. um, The first first, single that you mentioned uh, with Nils um, is uh, Meek, and that is our wedding song. Um, And so it was definitely inspired uh, by my wife for me. And I wrote that song and had a great opportunity working with uh, some other partners in the business and um, got a chance to meet up with Nils and um, was introduced to Nils. And I absolutely love working with him. He's a great musician, great uh, producer, and has a, just, he has a wealth of knowledge. And it was just, this has been a, a blessing to work with him. And um, he really, I had already written the song for the most part, but then he really helped me really develop that song and get it to a different, um, get it to the place it was ready for, you know, mainstream. It could be at, a, at that, that, that next level. So um, that's kind of how it worked out. And, you know, what you hear now is what the end product is. And so I'm very excited and very honored that he would even be on my record at all. Because <laughs> he's... <laughs> You know, he's a legend, you know, he's a legend yeah. right now, I mean, especially in the food jazz genre, you know, he's been the most played uh, person on the radio over the last decade, so, you know, 
that's just amazing in itself. Now, I'm going to ask you about your time with Niels in a little bit, but I wanted to um, ask you a little bit more about the song Meek, and you said it's your wedding song. Now, I'm sure you've yes. seen the videos on Facebook of other people's weddings where they have these elaborate dance um, you know, to their in their weddings, whether whether it's the daughter or the father or the mother or the son, and they have these elaborate. Did you guys do that with your wedding to this song? Well, we didn't have an elaborate dance, but I played the I played her down the aisle. So, uh-huh. Oh, you played um, it? Okay. Yes, I played it. So I had the really very first. Um, Part of the tra- I guess the first written track that I had, um, even before Nils had gotten his part done, and I played that down the aisle before the finished product was done, and so my wife walked down the aisle with that and my trumpet playing at that point. So it was absolutely a, an awesome experience to do it. I'm not really sure. I can't remember if we, how we if we video. I don't think I even put the video up. If I did, but um, definitely I'll never forget that. No, oh. All right. He played it. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now, um, talk to us a little bit about your time with Niels. What did you, you know, what did he teach you and what did you learn from him? Oh, man, where do I start? Thus <clears throat> um, far, I mean, and we still talk now um, every now and then, you know, he's very busy as well as, um, as, as well, but um, I, I think one of the biggest things that I learned from him was just understanding uh, what what is feasible for what radio um, formatting is is at at this specific point in the business of music, and just understanding the the genre or what what fits for the for the the deaf audience. Because sometimes okay. as musicians, I think, and as a creative person, we miss that. Um, Sometimes musicians, we play to musicians instead of playing to the crowd. And over the years, I have I've learned to develop that kind of ability to play to what the people want, not versus to trying to, you know, um, play to some intellectual cognitive processes that most people don't have. So, you know, I know if I go to New Orleans, I, I definitely can play certain levels of bebop and things like that because those people – the people there, those particular fans may be a little bit more versed in, you know, traditional jazz, but that audience of jazz may not be. You know, they're they're more in tune with something that may be a little bit lesser in the in the realm of what I'm gonna play technically. So he really taught me how to kind of marry my my traditional jazz upbringing with some of the production that I do via R&B and, and some of the things that I've taken from those kind of ways of genre of music and kind of marry the two and understand that that's what, you know, I can make that sound and it actually fit and it really be a good sound that would work and it would really produce some really great music. And did you guys work together in person or was this all mostly done over the Internet? Um, we mostly worked, yeah, we mostly worked by phone and okay. on, over on the internet. Um, I mean, we plan to meet up here sometime at some point um, because obviously, you know, it's been, it was a great connection. So we were able to do this uh, without actually having to be in person. But um, we'll definitely be meeting up, and and I'm sure we'll work again in the future. Um, and I'm sure we'll do it in person or whatever the case may be. But um, that was how we did it this time. Technology okay. is great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would have been even better, though, had you guys been in person, you know, oh, in, in the same room working together. And, uh, yeah. Well, it was a great collaboration. Um, I like Meek. Uh, yeah. That's the name of the first single being released on the CD. And Niels adds a nice touch to that song for sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he does. I mean, I, I mean, as far as thinking of everything, as far as what I was hearing in the creation of the the parts to the song, because even though he's playing the guitar parts and he helped, you know, restructure some of the parts of the song and, re, you know, co-wrote some of the parts on the song, it really 
he kind of what I really was hearing in my head as I created the song is what he played. You know, it, he really made those, those parts just come together. And so I'm very grateful for that. And so it is absolutely an amazing thing to see the creation or the vision of what you actually saw or heard and then it actually come to life and actually manifest. It's great to see that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a listen to the first single um, being released off of Isaac's upcoming CD. It's called Life. This is called Meek and is named after his wife, Shamika.
That was Meek from mm-hmm. Isaac Bird Jr.'s upcoming CD, Life. I like that one very much. Yeah, I like that one. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, now, that's a nice song. But I was going to um, ask you, I know that yeah. you also play drums. And uh, mm-hmm. did you play uh, any of the drums or any, any of these tracks? I, okay, so... I have to let people. I finally have to let people in on a secret about me, because um, yes, I actually played everything except for the guitar part. <laughs> ah, so okay. I actually am multifaceted, and that's one of the things that I wanted to really um, this time around. And my wife really encouraged me with that. Um, with really just um, with this album, I'm bringing out everything. Um, from my ability to play, I, I mean, I play keys. I can play just about any instrument in a lot of aspects. Uh, I may not be as, I, I'm not saying I, oh, I would call myself a particular instrumentalist on certain things or play a gig on certain stuff, but I can play most instruments to write and do things like that. And, and so most people would know that because I don't really advertise it that much, but um, mm-hmm. the first two instruments that I started on, at the age of four was trumpet and drums. So I'm like, those are my two most fluent instruments that I'm very well-versed on. So um, I play drums full-time in, at church and in ministry right now. And so those are the two things that I play, I would say, more consistently. And keys I play more consistently because I write quite a bit on a consistent basis. So, um, But, on, yes, on most of the record, I, that you'll notice I have played everything except for um, – except for the guitar part that was especially on that song I, I did everything else but besides that now but and during your live shows are you you just only play the trumpet do you play any other instrument um i have i have done some some keys at some of my live shows and of course um some of the other things you too I'm expecting i have some other things that i'm going to be that i'm developing in, within my shows that i've not going to let the cat out the bag yet, but on this <laughs> album as well. <laughs> and some other mm-hmm. instrumentation-wise I will do um, in, the, in my shows. And I'm thinking about one part of it is thinking about maybe adding a song where I actually play drums or something in there. But the other one um, will be keys. I definitely will be doing that. Um, but also I will be bringing out my singing on this album, which a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that I do. And I do sing mm. as well, and so I've been really practicing to come out of my shell with that um, part of my world of music. So um, in the in that area, so that's a whole other thing in itself. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that, um, and Mike asked you about that playing the drums, and then you mentioned playing other instruments. We get we get mm. so used to seeing artists play one instrument when we go to right. the concerts that when they pull out something else, a guitar or a saxophone, uh-huh. if they play a and we're like, oh, I didn't know he could play that. If you play, you know, and it's, it's really surprising that we think in our minds that you can't play anything else but what we see you play all the time. That's true. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And, and most of the time, you'll be amazed. There are a bunch of musicians that play, you know, their main instrument is what you see them play, but... Mm-hmm. A lot of times behind closed doors, they play a lot more instruments. It's just that yeah. what they have to, you know, what they normally perform at, at particular. And, and that's some part of it is, as a, I know myself, being a, at the presentation level that I want to be at, you know, I wouldn't feel necessarily com- comfortable playing a bass out in front of a bunch of people. I, I just mm. I'm not at that point of where I would feel like, okay, we're at a jazz festival. I might not want to play. You know the bass in front of a couple of thousand people, versus I can play. I can do that with drums and trumpet. You know because that, those are the two things that I'm so more more, more most comfortable with. So. Mm. Well, maybe sure. other artists feel the same way as well. Okay, I had never thought about it like that. Musicians feel yeah. like that a lot of times. They may not be yeah. as comfortable to do that in front of other people versus you know in the studio or behind closed doors. They have a chance to maybe get it tight enough for what they need or what they were trying to hear mm-hmm. because ultimately the vision that you create from a song that you created is the vision that you heard and everybody can't always express that so sometimes mm-hmm. hiring another musician to accomplish what you want doesn't always happen you might get someone to come in and do it and then you still don't like it so sometimes right. that's what that's how i think i ended up 
um, as a young musician, I started exploring more instruments because I was like, I would hear different things, and I'm like, I wanted to learn how they would do certain things because I always wanted when I got to a band, be able to to express to them from their perspective of how to play it, because I, it would be bad if I never actually. I guess sometimes it's hard. Like if you've never picked up a guitar, and and you want a certain sound from that guitar, but you've never picked it up and understand how their fingers have to be held and how they hold a pick and how they might need to, you know, use a pedal to make a certain sound and give a particular expression. And you, it's kind of hard to explain that to them verbally when you're in a band setting if you might not have ever done that. So I felt mm. like as a young musician, that was something I wanted to learn with a different instrument, at least have a working knowledge of it enough to be able when I be able to speak with all these guys, say, hey, this, I, want, I need this particular type of feeling. You know, I need you to do this, and I know what that requires them to do. And I, and so, I think that was that's one of my big things. And a lot of musicians do that. I think that's one of the things that they and they just want to expand their knowledge and their ability to to create. So, for the song Meek, was there an initial guitar part in that song, or did you add that part after you met Niels? Well, I was hearing a guitar part. There, originally, I didn't have any guitar in it at all. Mm-hmm. And I was hearing a guitar part, but I, just, I was just like, um, I really just didn't know what I wanted. And I was like, I was plugging away, and I was just, I was like, I knew I heard some type of guitar part in the background. I was like, I, I was like, I don't know if I really want, you know, one in the lead, or do I just want, you know, guitar parts around what I'm playing already, or do I want, want to kind of go back and do the melody because it's such a, it's such a very intimate song because it's our it's a song about my wife, it's about our wedding, you know, and things that have come together as far as our relationship. So it's a very intimate, personal song. So it's kind of hard for me to, like, invite someone in on a particular song that's very, very personal. So it was like, eh, I didn't really know how to really go about it at first when it came to that. I just kind of knew I wanted certain um, parts when it came to the guitar, but then getting with Nils and we worked it out and we, and trust me, we went several different ways with it and he, he went back and forth sending me different things. What about this idea? What about this and that? And, and it, what you hear now is what came together after, you know, several different sessions of, you know, what are we, what, what's this idea? How do we feel about this? Okay. Okay. Um, I have a question for you from Ollie in the chat room. Um, he wants to know, is it hard to put together a good band for a live show, and does it take long? Um, thank you for the question, Ollie, uh, wherever you're located. Um, sometimes it is hard to put together a good band for a live show. Um, a couple of reasons. One, because um, if you haven't played with them before, um, you may not know what you're getting. Number mm-hmm. two, um, the other part is they may not be able to – some people aren't as energetic as you are passionate about playing as you may be. So you may get a band that you might get – let's say you have a keyboard player that's maybe not as expressive as you are, and even though they, you might provide them the music or, and they are able to learn it or you might have sheet music in front of them, but they may not have been able to capture the actual essence of the song itself. And myself as a player and as a performer, I'm a very passionate person and I'm a very intimate person, and I like to connect with my crowd. So anytime I'm in front of people, I need the band to be there with me, like in my back pocket. And if they're mm. not there or a certain portion is not there, that can be, that can be a struggle sometimes. And, I mean, we, and, and many performers, and I'm sure you, you ask anyone, they play through it all the time. And it can be it can be very t- tough sometimes when you're out there, because you know getting developing a good band and, and, a, and a crew to work with on a consistent basis is very tough because a you have to keep them working, you know, and and that's very hard, you know. If that's the way they take care of their families, well, sometimes right. unless you're unless you're just really paid, <laughs> you might not keep the same guys all the time, and that's just the reality of the world, you know. That's how it is. Mhm. And and you have a band called Tribe Judah. How long have you guys been together? Um that band the I've had them most of those guys have been with me for whew, seven or six seven years or more. So we've 
and and and, and it's a distinct difference um, when Tribe Cheetah plays behind me. It's a distinct mm-hmm. difference because obviously we have developed a sound because of the l- amount of time we've played together. Like they know certain things, they know certain expressions I make without even having to give them a signal, and they know how to go there with me versus you know, as a solo artist now, and I don't necessarily always have them with me or the ability to for maybe financial reasons because of, you know, um, how we're getting paid for a particular event, it, it's, it, they may not be there, So though, and, and I have to direct more with a, with a different crew behind me. So it, it, those are different challenges that come along right. with me. Now, that was going to be my question, because I know that, you know, your first CD, you know, was Isaac Burton and Trav Judah, which is your band. And right. I know that on this one, you know, you kind of got the guys together to help you out on a couple of tracks and everything. So um, that was the plan going into this CD as well, was, was to, to use the guys on, uh, on a couple of tracks, or how was the kind of, um, you know, the the um, the transition to go from, what you did the first CD to just being, you know, as a bird on this one, you know, versus as a bird with Trap Judah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the, the transition from, you know, Isaac Bird Jr. and Trap Judah to the, just Isaac Bird Jr. was, it, it just goes back to what I was saying. Everybody can't express your vision. And as much as I love the, the guys and, and they're great to, to play with, they still can't put, together what I'm hearing and they can't also, they don't necessarily ex- have experienced my actual life which is the whole premise around the CD, the whole um, songs around this particular CD is about my life and I mean, I'm giving everyone an insight into who I am, what I've dealt with the things that I've overcome and being able to express that through music and it's just one of those things of it's hard to bring in people to bring the expression because I have to be very critical because of the story that I'm telling on this album. And just like the beginnings, I told a story about me starting in the industry and finally breaking through the mold of getting and allowing people to, or allowing myself to get, let people listen to my music that I've created. But now I'm at the point of, okay, now I've, I've got a point of letting people into who I am, into my personal space and really giving you a a part of my heart and soul. And so when I'm doing that, and if I can't, I have to be very critical of how it goes out and how it's expressed because it is what it is. And so that's kind of how the approach came to it. So, like, for instance, there's a song uh, on the album called Life that we did, and the entire band's on it. Now, that one, uh, the only part I played on it was the trumpet, and everybody else played. Um, The band came in, and actually we did that in the studio all at once. Um, and that particular song is, I mean, it's also one of my favorites. And, um, man, let's just say that song is one of my most passionate songs. And it really just kind of describes the ups and downs from, you know, going through a previous divorce, going through a point of depression, and going through the regeneration of my life. And, you know, starting back over, re, you know, regrouping and, just starting back over and, and getting back on the saddle and doing it again and starting back to the music. And, you know, at some point in this last four or five years, you know, I've kind of was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. You know, those mm. things have all been, been a part of my life in the last four or five years. So, you know, I have songs, I have a song that will be on the record called Rebirth. And it's kind of a spinoff from one of the songs off of my first record because it, it kind of talks about my yeah, I had a beginning, and but I had a rebirth now because I almost was ready to give it up <laughs> mm. because of life situations. Right, many of right. us have been in that, and, and many of us, doesn't matter what career path you're in, have been in that place. And I'm sure you know other artists that have felt the same way. They just felt like Absolutely. giving up because of for whatever ever reason. Well, I'm glad you didn't give up, Isaac, and that you are yeah, releasing this new C D. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's to um, help people. Talking. It's not even about me. This is this music is for people. I am yeah. really not it's, I do this this is a gift from the Lord and I really believe this is about giving this to people and them getting uh, uh you know, I, I want people to be healed and set free and feel, you know, 
feel good and feel love from it because, and, and just feel good about it because there's so many things that are going on in our world right now and people are hurting constantly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just want these people to feel good and be able to feel, if it just takes them listening to a few songs off of, off of a CD that I created that God has put through me, I would love to just give that to them to be able to, be able to escape that and maybe and they can feel something to, to say, you know what, someone else has been through this is not as bad. I can make it. I can mm-hmm. really make it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really all that I'm really trying to say out of life is that, you know what, no matter what life throws at you, you can still make it. Okay. We're talking to trumpeter Isaac Burt Jr. His upcoming CD is called Life. Um, you can uh, he's expecting to release that sometime maybe the end of this year, early part of 2015. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. If you would like to yeah. call in and speak with Isaac, the number is 646-716-5485. Mike, did you have a question? Yeah, I was going to say, Isaac, you know, you've, um, I'm looking at your uh, EPK, and you had a couple of great reviews of the songs that you have out currently and everything uh, from Jonathan Whitman. Yeah. And from Brian Sorgio, did you, did you read those? I have read them, and I'm quite honored. At the, I'm still, I think I'm still in shock, and um, very humbled by the words of Jonathan uh, Widgeon as, as well as uh, Brian Sorgo, uh, which are both incredible writers um, in the jazz world. You know, I believe one writes for Jazz Times and uh, also FluJazz.com. So I'm very humbled by the words that they've expressed about the music that's on this upcoming record, and they've been able to hear some of the pre-samples of things that is up to, you know, coming, and I, I know I sent you guys some info, you know, some music to, to hear some samples, and I, I, I'm at a loss of words, quite honestly, because, like I said, this is really not even about me, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's just what I have to give it what's necessary for other, for other people to feel and be able to I just love to see I love to see, see people smile my name Isaac means laughter and I love to see people happy you know there's a lot of sadness and things that go on and I love to smile I love to laugh I love, I love to have a good time it's very tough to be in a sad place and a lot of people are in sad places you know there are a lot of people you know dying and killing themselves recently and things like that I, and I write about life experiences uh, I see things in the world, and I see this constantly, and, and that's what that's what drives me to write music constantly. I write about what I see constantly around. It's very tough to see these things, but you know everybody doesn't meet, view life the same way, and, and you know part of that is expressing it through music, and I've been given that gift to do that. So yes, definitely, because uh, you know Jonathan Widran, he uh, which is a nice review. He said that you know uh, Isaac is a uniquely gifted artist with the right game plan and promotion could give the Rick Bronze and Chris Bodies of the world a run for their money. So that's great I'm that he, he put you in such companies. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you put me in the, in the same sentence with Rick Bronze and Chris Bodie, which are um, two people that I very well respect because um, both of them can play the trumpet at a, mm-hmm. I mean, amazingly, you know, and I've, I've, been in debate with people before, um, I would say your traditional jazz players that, you know, think because they've played in the smooth jazz genre that they can't play. I'm like, no, you catch those cats at a jam session. Or even sometimes when you go to a Chris Bodie concert and he's playing Miles Davis sketches of Spain or, you know, these guys can play the horn. They can't, they're not just some just random trumpet player to just playing some, you know, commercialized hokey jokey stuff they're like they can really play and so right. to, to be mentioned in the same sentence with them is quite humbling and very honor and so you know i won't let, I, hopefully i won't let them down <laughs> I, really, I don't believe i will but you know <laughs> I, I still got a long way to go all right well we have two more songs from the cd life that i'm going to play but i just wanted to read a part of brian sorjo's um review and it starts off by saying if you call yourself the sultry trumpet like no other you better play some darn good sexy smooth jazz music the ver- the verdict on isaac bird jr his nickname happily is accurate and that's part of that review from Brian Sorgio. And you can see the full review on Isaac's website, Isaac Bird Jr. 
www.lifemusic.com. So how many tracks are on Life? Uh, it will be 12 tracks on the whole album. Okay. There's 12 full tracks. And are there any other artists featured on Life that you can tell yes. us about? Um, okay. Yes. Of course, we, my band, Tribe Judah, which uh, one of the songs that you'll probably do, I should say, sample of the song Life will be on there, and that's featuring Tribe Judah. Um, also, um, I have the pleasure of partnering up with a very good friend, and we're going to be doing some other things in the future, so look out for that. I can't mention that just as of yet, but uh, Mr. Tony Exum Jr. will be playing saxophone on a song called Come Up, which is uh, one of my, I would say, more of a pop dance-style uh, tune. It was very, very fun to play, and so we're uh, in that final stage of doing some things with that production-wise and almost completed with that, so... Um, be looking for that one. That and so those are the artists that have been on there, and also Nils, of course. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a listen to life. That was a sample of the title track from Isaac Bird Jr.'s new CD, um, Life. Pat, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, Terry. Hi, Isaac. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Hello. Meet How Isaac Bird. Hi, Isaac. I just had a quick question. I love, I, love, I love the trumpet, and I think you're awesome. And I just wanted to know, do you ever get out to Chicagoland? Thank you so much. Um, I have not gotten to Chicagoland uh recently um but we are in the process of working on my tour schedule so um if there's anyone that i would uh need to be mentioned to out there by all means i i will come anywhere to perform anywhere so um you mention it to whomever you need to um but we're we're also working on that as well uh, okay okay all over the place Oh, awesome, awesome. I mean, I, I fly anywhere for good music. I, I just uh, uh, connected with Terry and Michael uh, last year, and the show was awesome and awesome musicians, and I wanted to just call in and find out if you're ever going to be out this way so I can come hear you. I mean, I'm not in Chicago. I'm about 60 uh-huh. miles uh, northwest. I'm like okay. probably closer to Wisconsin. I'm in a town called Vernon Hills. Uh, 
So if okay. you ever get this way, uh, I can friend you on Facebook or go on your on your web. Do you have a website? Yes, it's IsaacBirdJuniorMusic.com. Um, you can follow me on Facebook as well, um, Isaac Bird Junior. Just the way you hear it. And um, any updates that happen with me as far as travel or, or tour dates, they'll all be updated there. And you can join my email list as well on my website, um, which will receive a free track for my first album. Um, mm. You do that, and you'll also get that. You'll get any updates. Wonderful. Thank you so much for letting me get through. Actually, I wasn't really calling to call to ask the question. I was just calling to listen to the show. I love the show. And then Jen came on. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you for calling uh, I know. It's I kind of weird because I, I call in all the time, you know. I was just talking to Al Jarreau last weekend. And then all of a sudden I heard Terry. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, but I only had one question whenever you're going to get this. So I would love to hear you jam. Well, I would be more than happy to uh Jam for you guys when I come up that way, and definitely when I come up that way, you got to make yourself known, and uh, we'll definitely have to speak and take pictures and all that good stuff. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. I would love to. Thank you so much, guys, and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, right, Pat. You Thank you, Terry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Isaac, thank Bye. You. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, so Isaac, I have a couple of comments from the chat room about the song Life. Um, Joe says this one has a really nice flow, and he likes it. And Ali says it's a nice driving home from work on a rainy day song. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that song is, um, yeah, that was, the, and, and I'd be glad that I can't wait to, for the whole thing to come out be, or give you the whole song because, mm-hmm. yeah, that song is definitely in, in the vein of that because it's, you know, it's, one of those songs you've it was basically just uh, I was dealing with the whole like the depression and I dealt with some different um, emotions with that particular song and it really just kind of I basically took the from the experience of breaking up and getting back on my feet and regrouping and all of those things kind of really came out of that song and so the groove is kind of you know kind of a mid-range groove but not necessarily too fast, not too slow, but kind of, you know, you can kind of hear, you can hear just the 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 heart of my, where I'm at at that particular time, just, you know, going through, just kind of reflecting over what has happened and how I'm trying to re- go and regroup with my life. And then um, I would say if you could paint or you can kind of take your mind into listening to the song and if you hear like the part where it goes into the bridge part, and you can kind of hear it. it sounds like a key change almost if you if you're just an average music listener, but it kind of sounds like it, it, I kind of make it to the expression of it looks like a sun. It sounds like the sun's coming out, mm-hmm. and so that bridge section kind of brings you to a point, and then you know of course we at the end, end part of that we kind of give you a little stop and then come back into the first part of the song. So it, it, that song definitely, I I, I I concur with the rainy driving home on a rainy day kind of thing. I can I can see that. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so the next uh, song sample is called Dreams. Tell me a little bit about this one. Uh, Dreams, um, that song, of course, uh, it's always, this has been my dream to do music at this particular level um, for quite some time. And... So as, as most people wouldn't know, um, and this is another talent, and I love, I have to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, DJ uh, Keith Gilchrist, because he did a huge shout out when I won, um, or I just recently got my uh, third or, or my second championship semi-pro football ring for winning uh, the, the team that I play for at, in Jacksonville, Florida, the University of Canandos, and uh, we just won our third straight championship ring is my second with the team um okay. and that's also a part of my life that most people know i was really into sports when i was in high school as well as music and i gave up pursuing that at the NCAA level um, to go to my music career in college and get more of my education on that and so um dreams is just basically following my dreams you know it's always been my this has been my dream to do music and so uh, it really kind of kind of gives you like an expression of that, and I did it with the with the harmony music, and it kind of gives you that uh, different tonality of the trumpet, and just kind of um, just gives a little different vibe. So, and then I kind of bridge the gap between that, not necessarily it's kind of like that urban 
sound uh, more of a kind of an up, uh, up-to-date R&B urban sound, but kind of mixed with jazz. So I think I think people really like it. Okay, this is Dreams. Another nice, uh, nice little teaser there that was called Dreams. If you want to hear the full version of that song, you definitely have to pick up the CD Life. Now, um, Isaac, what instruments are you playing on that? Uh, on that one, I played everything. Ah, okay. I like I the keyboards in that. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, I do just a full grand piano, and I love the grand piano sound. I'm, I'm, I'm a fanatical about uh, pianos like the that's just a, I love a good sine wave sound. I didn't get that particular one on that one, but I love the full grand piano sound on that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that was me playing. I, I just, I'm still amazed to listen to it. So, um, you know, to be able to do all of that, um, okay. production just on my own. So, so I'm, right. I'm glad you guys like it. So. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. Now, let's go back and mention that again about the um, free download from your website. Yes. Um, if you go on my website at uh, com, if you go there at the front on my front page of my website, there is a section that says a free download. It actually, um, if you click, if you put your information in there and your name and email address, which that will also sign you up for my um, mailing email list or email blast mm-hmm. list, it will also give you a free download from my first album. I believe the song that, I believe one of the songs is Smooth Transition for my first album, which is one of my favorite songs on that album. And it will actually give you a download link and you can download it once you have entered your information. Oh, well, there you go. IsaacBirdJuniorMusic.com. At the bottom of, I'm looking at it on my iPad, and at the bottom of the screen it says um, where you fill in the information for your email, and, it, and click on the Download Now link, and there you go. You got some free music. Good job. Now, now yeah. i got to ask you, Isaac. Now, you know, you know, you're down there in Florida having a good time and the fun and the sun and everything. Well, when are you coming home, man? <laughs> When you come to Baltimore, bro? When you come to the area, come and do your thing. Because you've been down there, you know, soaking up the sun and everything, you know, but we up here freezing. You know, it's, it's September now. So what's going you're getting on? too much sun, Isaac. Like, you're getting too I, much nobody sun. Nobody asked you to stay in the, in the cold part of the country. 
I do live in Florida. I, okay, but everybody, okay, so Mike is giving me a little hard time because Mike knows <laughs> I am a Baltimore bred Charm City boy, and he is correct. Um, I really do want to come home and perform in that area, and I definitely, um, that's one of the things that I, in the Baltimore, D.C. area, I love my hometown, absolutely. Now, I don't necessarily want to live there right now. (laughs) I have things to do here. You know, I have a life here in Jacksonville, Florida, but I absolutely love Baltimore and Washington, D.C., so that is something that um, also, if you all did not know, and I probably did not mention it, but I will mention it now, Shamika, which is my wife, which is also my title, was my Lovely wife, but she's also my one of my very, very, very best friends in the world and business partner, and she's also my manager. So um, she will be. We're work like the, we're working hard on getting some new uh, bookings and things. Uh, like I said, we're working on the calendar to get my schedule. So we're open to going in all parts of the world or countries. So so that is one of the things that we are definitely working on, especially with the upcoming album coming out. And like I said, I, I definitely want to be out there in front and share this with everyone. So um, I'm, I'm going to get up there, Mike. I promise. I'm going to come. <laughs> All right. Just, just make sure when you come, man, we're we not out here wearing, wearing parkas and one that, you know. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> make sure you come in the summertime or something, man. Don't be coming up there when, when we got on, you know, the, the, the uh, triple goose. Fat coats and everything, you know. Yeah, Why man. man you, know, you, you, you don't want to wear. You don't want to wear your Timberlands. Nah, I don't want to wear my Timberlands, man. I want to come down. I want to have some weather like, 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 like. What you down there enjoying? You down there in the fun and sun, man. You having too much fun down there in uh, Florida, man. I see all, Listen, all the uh, shows that, that you've been playing like at. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't really like the heat. That's what people don't. I live in Florida, and was, I want the viewing part, the, the listening audience to know. I love Florida. It's great. I don't do heat very well. I don't. Get, I get hot very easily. I sweat very easy. It's just like it's, I, I don't even know. You know what? I moved here when I went to college, and I stayed here. I love it. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I'm not. Well, I I'm tell, not a you, I tell you what. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Well, since you're not such a fan, will you come bring your butt up here, and I come down there, and we can trade places, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to trade places? Is that what it is? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike brings up a good point. Uh, Mike brings up a good point, Isaac, and yeah. and maybe you can um, answer a question. You know, in your own opinion, why is it? Do you think sure. that artists do not get as much or as many gigs in their own state? Um, but like oh, you, boy. they move out of another, they move to another state, and they're plenty busy. I just talked to a friend of mine who said mm-hmm. that she she has an artist that uh, she knows a friend that lived in Seattle but could not get a gig in Seattle. He moved here to Vegas, and now he's more busier than ever. And now they just book him for gigs in Seattle. So what what what's going on with that? Why is that happening? Well. I got that. It's a two-fold answer, but I'm going to try to answer this as quick as possible. Okay. I, I, and, I, and this is just me. I'm going to have to go back to my own my, my roots and what I really believe. It's just like what they said about Jesus. Jesus wasn't respected in his own hometown of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. They didn't mm-hmm. accept him there. So it ain't no different with me. Now, mm-hmm. so it's just not saying that I'm not respected, but it, I think artists find that all the time is the people that are closest to you where you grew up, Sometimes just have, they have to see you outside of your element in order to actually see who you really are because they're mm-hmm. so familiar with you because they knew you when you grew up or whatever. Because, you know, a lot of times seeing you develop as a young musician and then you get up to the point where you're actually really that professional. And then it's like, oh, well, are we, well, you arrived now? Or not that mm-hmm. you've arrived, but, you know, they, yeah. don't, they don't see you past that little kid that was tinkering away from oh, now he can actually really play or she can actually really play or perform at the level that they perform at. And so, you, yeah, you might move into a whole other area, and it's amazing. You know, I experience that sometimes even in Jacksonville. I've been here now for 14 years, you know. Some people, you know, know me for probably when I was in college, and then there's other people that, you know, don't know me. So there's a lot of – sometimes that happens, and you get – and then, of course, in the music world – and in any business world, you get you got your haters, you got people that don't want to see you successful, 
And yeah. you got to you just got to push past it. It's just it's just the nature of anything. Doesn't matter what business. Doesn't matter what career you're in. People are not going to like successful people because they want to be successful, but they just don't. They just refuse to do successful things in order to get to be successful. Mm. So okay. a lot of times. That's what you deal with is you get people that are just undercover haters or they, just, or they have a crab mentality or they want to pull you down because they're not getting any better. You've got to push back. I think that's just ultimately what it is. You know, you just don't get respected at home because people around you so much, they don't see that. So okay. sometimes it takes you to move into another area where people are like, oh, he's working. Oh, his schedule's full. Well, let's book him here now because mm-hmm. now, now mm-hmm. you see somebody else is respecting you versus they could have respected you the whole time. But that's just, I think that's what we were seeing most of the time with most people. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, okay. it's funny you say that because we even had that. We've had um, another young lady come on the show. Uh, I don't want to name her. I was about to name her name, but I don't name her name. But she moved from New York to Atlanta, and that's the same deal. Uh-huh. She's getting more, you know, success in in in, in Atlanta, and um, you know, she it's just sometimes I guess like you know, we have local artists here that you know, uh, we kind of show a little bit of love to, but sometimes they can have more love, you know, in another part of the country, and it's just mm-hmm. amazing to me the same way how you know we don't show love to people that was right in our own backyard. So right, yeah, I agree with right. You. right. But see, I yeah. and, and and you know what? Now that we're on that subject, I really encourage everybody, whoever's listening out there, support your local musicians, support your local artists, support any artist, because at the end of the day, let's just let's just get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, this is a business. We some of us have gotten to the point where we support our families with this, and we need your support. And without you, there's no us. And don't get me wrong, we like to do this, but it costs time, it costs money, it costs different things to do these items. You know, recording an album costs lots of time, it costs lots of money, it's sacrifice when we're on the road away from our families and things like that. Those things are very different, just to making an entertainment to, you know, to share something that we have very precious to us, to with you. So I encourage everyone to support local artists, because they will never make it to a particular level without that level of support. So I really encourage that. So true. And, and, and musicians to support each other, too. Yes, yeah. Uh, Joe says, a prophet has no honor in his own country. And he says, it's the same with Niels. He's almost unknown in Germany where he comes from. Unreal. Unreal. And is Joe unreal. is in Germany. And, and yeah. Niels is one of the baddest guitar players that I've ever heard. And, yeah. and just like he said, Joe just said, Niels is not even that known in Germany, but he lives it. He's in in America. He's pretty much you can't go anywhere in the jazz genre, and you haven't heard of this. Neil can't yeah. do it. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we have a little less than three minutes left. Where are you playing next? Okay. Uh, let's see. My next. I have a couple of contracts on the table, so um, we're okay. looking at potentially um, Biloxi, New Orleans area, Gulf Shores, Destin. Uh, type areas. I have not finalized those dates yet, so um, those are the my next um, looks, and then I may have something coming up in Jacksonville, Florida as well, and then we're like I said, we're on the on the books working on, of course, jazz festivals for next year and starting that whole thing, so definitely please log into my website at www. IsaacBurdJrMusic.com, my Facebook page at IsaacBurdJr. I'm on Twitter, IsaacBurdJr. Um, all of those different venues, I promise you, you'll find out any piece of information you need to know. And as soon as I get more info on upcoming concerts, it will be issued out on all of those social medias as well as my website. And I definitely am looking forward to coming to perform wherever, whomever is willing to uh, or who wants to hear I'm here to give it to you. So, All right. You can also follow him on Instagram at Isaac Bird Jr. Thanks again, Isaac, yeah. for giving us another opportunity to talk with yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Once again, it's a pleasure as always today. And, Mike, always, you guys are really awesome. You have made a platform for many artists that may not be heard in most cases. And you guys have a great show. So I definitely am honored again to be on it. And I appreciate the time and efforts that you put out for the jazz world. So Thank I appreciate you, you all. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thanks to Joe and Ollie for hanging out with us in the chat room. Thanks to Pat Jones yes, for calling for in. Call. 
Yeah, right. you've been you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thanks again, uh, uh, Isaac. Have a good day. All right, thank you, guys. You guys have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, talkingsmoothjazz.com and mastermind-entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at jazz underscore queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.